what up? It's Sean Caesar. Yeah. Black. Black. Black is beautiful, baby. Black is bold. Black is black, true, but black is gold. No. Hey. Hey. Look. I said black is beautiful, shawty. Black is bold. Black is black, true, but black is gold. Hey, look, look, black is beautiful, shawty, that you should know. Don't let American standards damage your African soul. Natural hair over the weave under. I buy you G, bunty rags and rabbit leaves for you. I wrap a pizza and buy you pieces from people that you love. Celine Dion paper, that thing that you got on. Yo, is you single, is you good? Can I get into your wet game? Cause you finger look at, oh, mm. You sweet when you put on. I don't mind you body shy, cause you can sleep in my galon. Woo! Yeah, okay. While I on that other shit, that grown man build up your mind, slide in your stomach shit. Hold hands, rarely in public, they never notice this. They might as well tell you we on. We got that golden touch. <laughs> you get it? Fuck with it. They might as well tell you we on. We got that golden touch. Golden touch. Right. Black is beautiful, baby. Black is bold. Black is black, true, but black is gold. No. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. I said black is beautiful, shawty. Black is bold. Black is black, true, but black is gold. Hope you know you inspire the future women for us. Don't know your vibe, really. Just know that your mother Kenyan. Just know that they're melanin mesmerizing in every picture. Got you. Hey, Miss Ducky, hey. I think your hair is amazing, but brain is even greater. Don't ever let what people say ever convince you ain't bae. No one hella actors, blackface, and try players. Got you. Hey, Viola, darling. I see you shining with Shonda. Thought I should rhyme about you. Cause you body the monologues and you care about it. Then get away with murder every time you red carpet. Got you. Hey, Miss Easter Ray. Beautiful Senegalese leader with shit to say. We should meet today. Maybe at our best buy. Laurentide, still I'm proud. Easter's a savage, actually. Easter night. Right. Black is beautiful, baby. Black is bold. Black is black, true, but black is gold. No. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. I said black is beautiful, shawty, black is bold. Black is black, true, but black is gold. Shine. I got time today. This for every beautiful queen listening that may sometimes think we forget you due to this bullshit system. For every India, Ari, young Justine Sky, and please don't go cut out on that snail, young scissor. Let's celebrate the awesomeness that is our sisters. My affinity is infinity, and I wish you everything that gives you better energy. So be prouder. Be flyer. And like my auntie Michelle told me, we got to do our job to reach high. Holla. I stay sunny. All right. Peace, peace.
Peace, everyone, and good dawning, and welcome, good rise to all of you, you know, coming into the space, getting ready for your day, getting ready for uh, the continuation of your strong, you know, it doesn't necessarily begin with Monday, but, you know, for some, a uh, different phase begins on Monday, depending on your uh, employment situation. Yeah, man. So let me just welcome you all, all of you first-time listeners to Enlightenment and Transformation, and all of you historical listeners as well, you know. Uh, let me give you a call-in number real quick. Anybody wants to call in, 515-605-9862, 515-605-9862. And like I said, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill that number soon, you know. I like I like to move mean and lean, believe it or not. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking at it, I'm like I don't even need the blog talk thing at this point. I think it's I think it served out its purpose. It's a great archival tool because all of, all of, every single one of the old shows, every last one of them, is held inside of blog talk. You know you can't even get them all through iTunes. So it, it's a great archival tool in that sense. But um, yeah, I think I think. Uh, it's out outlived its purposes unless I was just going to focus at this point on, I guess, being like a host or something like that. And, you know, having guests and all about, you know, I'm trying to do less talking, not more. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I think we're going to be uh, doing away with the blog talk piece pretty soon, but um, yeah. And peace to everyone in the chat room. Welcome to you all as well, man. I see you all in there. I was able to say good morning to some of you personally, before I had to shift into a talking mode, but yeah, man, welcome, welcome. It's a lot of a lot of good things going on, and I I just wanted to play a, that that cut song I like. You know, there was a show that was done a while ago in Community where uh, I think it was Michelle and Kim were talking about just the new music that's out and how it doesn't move them and things like that. And when they were having that discussion, that song that I just played, I was I was thinking about it in my head. I didn't you know, suggesting anything, but it was kind of just flashing in my head that, you know, there's, there's some stuff out there still, you know, you just gotta, sometimes you just gotta look a little harder because our traditional ways of getting in information and art and things like that have been flip, flip-flopped a little bit, but uh, at least for those who appreciate that song, you know, but uh, yeah, man, you know, this guy in uh, Cleveland is going to have to make me shave my beard off. You know, this this guy really is this, uh, this brother who's, uh, whose chip is, is, is malfunctioning. He's really going to have to make me uh, shave off my beard because uh, I don't know that the, the resemblance is, is uh, a little bit, just a little bit too close for comfort. <laughs> you know, and I got people up there. I got people in the in Detroit and Ohio area. So uh yeah, I'm gonna have to might have to grow my locks back messing around with this fool. You know? I tell you, you hear me talk about survival all the time and, and thank you so much, sister sister Marva. Uh I am doing a little bit better today. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm coming back strong. Yeah, I'm coming back strong. You know. It's it's uh in the northeast now we've been I think the cold may have broken. We've been having some warmer weather. So, you know, that sun always makes a huge difference in terms of your healing. So, you know, getting out in that sun, you know, 
that that, that changes everything. <laughs> so yeah, man, you know. Um but yeah, man, you know. Big uh, uh honey cover, honey colored brother with a beard, bald head. You know, we all look alike. He's probably a Muslim, look at the beard. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, let me switch it up a little bit. But um I tell you, you know, when I speak about survival times with you all, I've had that conversation so many times and, you know, I've alluded to it really, you know, to just be more aware of the time that that we're at or the times that we're in. And some people think it's a joke. You know, some people are still buying homes in major cities, still moving into major cities, you know, and not really looking at at the times and looking at what's really going on. You know, and like I said, my, my beloved elder said to me, my beloved elder, it's going to look just like it looks today. It's going to look just like it looks right now. You know, when I asked her about what does the end times look like? What is it going to look like when, you know, the end times come, the great tribulations? It's going to look like it looks today. <laughs> you know, um, such a powerful piece of wisdom given to me, you know. By a Jehovah Witness elder. That's how you you can get from all different places. You just got to sit your butt down and listen and stop thinking you know every freaking thing. Just sit down and listen. You know, share a cup of tea. Clean up, clean up an elder's kitchen while they're talking to you. You know, or, or here's a good thing. You want to have a you want to have a conversation with an elder and really get some information. I'm gonna tell you what you do. Organize their mail for them. I know. Sounds crazy. Organize, sit down at their dining room table because they always have massive stacks of junk mail because elders are always sent offers to donate to this cause and this charity. You know, they get roped into that stuff real quickly and easily. And they always have mounds of junk mail. They order magazine subscriptions and stuff. They don't even know they ordered it. You know, you sit down at their table and you go, you read the mail that they don't, that their eyes, you know, they have a little trouble reading. Open it up for them piece by piece. Oh, this is from this one. That one's from that one. Oh, this one's a check. Oh, really? Okay, put that to the side, you know, and ask them some questions. You know, what was it like when you were younger? Do you remember segregation? You know, some of them came in on the tail end of that. Some of them remember it clear. But you notice elders don't talk about that stuff as much, though. But, you know, like I said, man, just looking at the times that we're in, at some point you have to... Um, make some intelligent decisions, you know, based on where we're at and based on where the new shifts and moves and 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 the, the human consciousness and, and the human the new eras that we're we're coming into, you know, it's becoming more and more critical. So, like I said, you got this this uh, this guy who's probably a cop in all likelihood, it's a freaking police officer, you know, um, who's running around Cleveland killing people on Facebook live, you know, cause I mean, I've seen, I've seen people get caught up, <laughs> you know, in, in the hood who had some great hiding spots down there, pulled brothers out of sewer pipes. You know, you got a guy, you got a full picture of him, you know, um, he's doing stuff on Facebook live. So you can easily, you know, at least triangulate his position you know, using his cell phone, you know, the car he's using. I mean, can't find him. All right. Okay, officer. <laughs> officer Stevens. You know, so um, I, I tell you, like I said, man, it, it's becoming more and more critical. 
and more and more important that uh, we make certain moves based on the times and, and the era that we're going into and the eras that we're going into in terms of our human development. And sometimes uh, it's sad for people to be so conscious and to be so aware to always seem to come in on the back end of what's actually going on, you know, to, to be the most reactionary. And, and of course, because of your consciousness, a lot of times your reaction is, is, um, is very articulate. It's very insightful. You know, your, your reaction is next level, even it, or your verbal reaction, the way you're able to articulate and, and explain what the heck is that? Oh, I got these old web pages open. Hold on a second. I think this chick is trying to sell me uh, uh, Amazon Prime subscription. Agree. Yeah. Okay. All right. We gotta get rid of that. I'm on the air now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you know, a lot of times, just like I said, in, in our human development, man, you know, we're not paying attention to the tr- the trends, unfortunately. You know, we're not paying attention to where things are going next. And, you know, we end up being a lot more reactionary than we should be. And like I said, this this situation with this, this individual is a, just a great sign of it, you know, um, for those who are still moving towards a place where, you know, I want to go to Atlanta. I want to go to Austin. I want to go to Dallas. I want to go to Houston. I want to go to New York City, Philadelphia. I want to go, you know, in the midst of where everything is popping off at. Yeah, that's in the midst of where everything is popping off at. You better recognize what time you're in. You know, sometimes you got to get out of the kitchen for a little while because it's just too too hot. You know, sometimes you got to go up to the hills and, and look down, go above that sea level, way above sea level. You got to go up in those mountains for a little while, you know, and, and kind of let certain situations and certain things play out before you rejoin them. And, and that's, you know, that's just that's just proper, proper strategy, you know, and, and it doesn't mean you're a coward. It doesn't mean you're retreating or anything like that, but you're just aware of the space where you're at. That's all, you know, so I look at that, I look at certain other situations and I'm just saying at some point there has to be a, a little bit more proactive movement based on where, where humans are mutating to, you know, and, and there's a, there's a clear difference. I hope you all know between a mutation and the evolution, you know, typically things that mutate, you know, they, they don't necessarily mutate in a place, uh, a good place, you know, there's the sicknesses that mutate in, in the human psyche and, 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 in, and in the human body and things like that. But, you know, evolution is, is a different space, you know, um, one of the spaces that we're, we're coming into in a real strong way um, because we're evolving and there's still some mutation is, is an idea of, of monoethnicity. You know, it's funny. I was looking at a, um, at a post, a guy I know put up recently and, um, you know, but he's a roster brother. And, uh, I had never seen his children before, you know, I linked up with him before, but in person, but I never met his family. So he had a, a picture of him and his and his family all all together and um yeah i never would have thought that his family was his family you know they all look like they were maybe cuban or you know maybe even israeli they look nothing like him nothing at all you know um but you know that's what happens you 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 blend and things like that and you know it starts to this ambiguity begins to happen and i'm not you know knocking that that's not the subject of what I'm particularly talking about, but 
you know, there's some things that are happen that a lot of times we ignore. Um, and sometimes we forget that a multicultural agenda is, is not a horrible thing. And what I mean by that, because um, anytime you're speaking multicultural, depend, it depends on, you know, what sides you're coming from, but really holding on to your culture, making sure that, that your culture has a place and a, and a foot and a root in your community, you know, before you just kind of absolve and, and resolve into the, the more dominant system, you know? So um, I think it's, it's an important piece, man. I, you know, just different things looking at, I'm just kind of, I'm keeping it light this dawning for several reasons, but you know, just certain things I'm looking at. And like I said, I, I saw that piece, man, with that guy and it kind of just really just another sign, you know, I said, all, all this manhunt action, man, you be having these cops kill these, kill these, kill these people. We know where the cops are. We don't even get a picture of them. We don't even know what they look like. <laughs> you know, got a big old bright, you know, HD photo of this guy and everything. But you know, he's a cop. I'm convinced he's a cop. So Vivid Eye Publication says, Chief, have you ever watched a show called Wayward Pines? No, I haven't. Your comment on mutation versus evolution reminded me of that show. No, I've, I've, I think I heard of the show, but no, I've never watched that show. Um, if it's a regular TV show, I'm always late on regular. I, I pretty much wait till they're done. And I mean, canceled and done. <laughs> and then what I do is then I just go download the whole the whole seasons. You know, I don't I don't like TV producers titillating with my by suspense disruptors. You know, and determining when I'm keeping me on the edge of suspense. I don't like that feeling. You know, I don't like to be manipulated like that. So I usually wait till the whole series is done. Then I download it and I watch it, you know, how I want to watch it. So, uh, no, I'm not familiar uh, with that aspect of the show. But, I, yeah, I've heard of it. But, no, I've never watched it. Wayward Pines, you know. You know, another thing I was thinking about. Looking, looking at some situations, man. You know, you know, it's going to be another key thing. And I'm just talking about, you know, what, what kind of sparked this for me? I was listening to a podcast recently, and it was a, it was a podcast about, well, it was supposed to be about the shifts in human consciousness and coming into the next eras, and you know where we're at and where we're evolving to and things like that. And there's a woman talking. And the only reason I really listened to it because she it was supposedly she was going to be speaking about the intellectual or the, the the brainwave source code that she cracked from ancient Kemet. So I'm like, okay, let's let's, let's see what she's talking about. There might be something there. And um, like 40 minutes in, the man, this chick is talking about absolutely nothing, nothing like. Just a big bag of nothing. You know, it's like somebody gave somebody a bag of, of words and they spilled the bag of words. They just dropped it on the floor. You know, so just a, a just a, a vomit, a mess of words with, with no coherency. And I'm listening. I'm listening because I'm, I'm the type of person I'll listen. You know, I'll give you a good while because you might it might just be one sentence. And I'm like, ah, there we go. As I'm listening, I'm saying, you know, we got to get out of this thing, too, man. All this fluff information. You know, she's like, you know, there's such a great shift coming and a great change. And our investment needs to be more in consciousness 
and lessen material things. And the ancients knew this. They knew this ancient great quality of just just learning the beauty and loving life. And they had such a great love for life and experiencing life. That's how the, the thing, 45 minutes of that, 45 minutes of that. You know, and this is supposed to be someone who's, you know, this is a sought after um, lecturer I'm listening to here. And I'm saying, that's not going to get it. That nonsense. That's that's just not, you know, that's, that's cool for bored rich housewives. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why they're doing their Pilates that have his background noise. But for those in the actual trenches, man, doing the work, that's not going to get it. That nonsense. You know, so I'm just looking at even the shifts in our, in our thinking and, and how certain components uh, that we possess have atrophied, you know, as a result of not really being properly stimulated. You know, um, of course, I think I think in a, in a new age coming, it's going to be a lot of muscle atrophy, you know, physical atrophy. You know, you always understand what happens in terms of, of the collective um, human experience is always a, a response or a, a reflection. Fondness. We've been talking about that a lot lately. Of what's happening in the collective spiritual experience. You know, think about how little we use our bodies nowadays. You know, well, think about how little you're using the other functions, you know, and and the other attributes of yourself. There's a weakening because of the things that we've become reliant on. You know, we've become really reliant on machinery. We've become really reliant on technology. Um, Even a weakening of our immune systems which is well on its way because we become reliant on medicine. Far too reliant on medicine. You know, like I said, I've taken an aspirin once in my life and that joint, I, I threw that up within 30 seconds. Somebody was like, no, and that was like 30 years ago. I ain't seen one since, you know, and I'm not bragging anything like that. I'm just saying that um, there's just some, there's a simplicity to life that many of us have gotten away from. And we're investing in a dying system. Really investing in a dying system. And there's certain things that are happening that have that you should know that the jackals have been unleashed. The jackals have been unleashed on this society. And we're still sitting there, you know, thinking that we're going to get in on it. And, you know, we still want our cut of the pie, you know, and things like that. You know, it, it's it's so crazy because I have, I have a good brother who um, he's been wanting to relocate his family to the continent for years. He's even gotten property out there, built built a home and everything for his family. But um, his his wife is not is not interested because she's you know just finished you know some of her higher degrees and um, she's very still much very interested in getting her cut of the pie, as we would say in, in the theme songs of the Jeffersons. <laughs> but she still wants her cut of the pie, and. Um, you know, he expressed some frustration to me about that a while ago. He was like, yo, man, if it was up to me, I would have been left. You know, and he makes he makes a pretty good penny himself, you know, because he's, he helped to put her through school and, you know, support the children and everything like that. So he had to, you know. Um, but I and I was saying to him, you know, I said, yeah, I can respect that. You know, I understand, you know, you got to you're moving as a unit, man. So you got to make decisions as a unit based on how your family structure is, you know, but I was, I was saying to him as well, you know, at some point though, you do have to have a serious conversation about what's really going on in the world right now. You know, you've established a a place of escape, a safe place of escape, and she may not be as in tune to that reality 
as you are. And this is one of the problems with co-leadership because the uninformed may get 50% of the vote. You know, so I was like, at some point, especially the children are older now, I think his oldest is be ready to go off to college in a year or two. I mean, his youngest, excuse me. You know, so I was like, listen, maybe you need to go. It's all that deep and it, and it's hurting your heart so much and you spin up, like he said, I'm tossing and turning thing. I said, then maybe you should go. You know? Your, your contract doesn't have to be a lifetime contract. <laughs> you know, that's, we, we, we don't come from that. We don't come from that culture. You know, if, if you contracted to provide a proper stable launch pad for the children and that's been done and um, she has pursuits that are more in line with the uh, patriarchal um, structure of this society and you're completely done with that because you've established your own patriarchal society in your own home, but she's not really interested, then perhaps you can make that move, you know, and then just either wait for her or not, however you decide to do it. But, you know, making some of those those necessary, those hard decisions um, that are going to require us to come out of the atrophy of our heart, the atrophy of, of our spirit, where we've completely lost our, our intuitive instincts, you know, so we can't even make reasonable day-to-day decisions. We've, we've lost that strength. You know, we've lost that, that proverbial muscle mass. And sometimes as a result, um, we don't realize the effects and the damage that we're doing to our future generations as a result. Because we're so reliant on the sways and the whims of a society that is slipping deeper, deeper, and deeper into insanity. You know, I know, I know, it's not the most cheerful seven a.m. subject, <laughs> but uh, it's a, it's a necessary one. I mean, we're coming into an era now where we gotta have to figure out how to rewire our brains. Honestly, we're gonna have to rewire our brains. Some of the ways that we think and some of the ways that we function are um, just not going to work anymore. That they're not really working anymore. You know, some of the ways that we get information out and um, that we're looking to make money. Like I shared before when I decided or not even decided when. Yeah, I guess inwardly decided that the corporate arena was no longer for me. It also concurrently stopped working for me. Because I made that decision, and I've broken down that word from you. Decision has the root sidir in it, in the Latin, which means to to bite or to cut or to split. So when you make a decision, a true decision, an honest decision, an authentic decision, you're actually splitting from your current path. So then you wonder why things aren't working for you or this isn't happening anymore. And this used to be so easy to do, and now it's so hard to do because when it's a true decision, when it's an honest decision, you've split from that reality. And now you have to begin to learn the tools and the wisdom of your new path or the tools and the wisdom of your new reality. You see, and some, but sometimes we, we make half behind decisions, you know, and we're kind of stuck in a limbo. You know, we make a half behind decision, so we're kind of still stuck in the old reality, but then there's a part of us that's, that's hankering for and reaching for a newer reality, you see, um, while steady, that old reality may be dying, you know, by no fault of our own, 
you know. But there's there's a there's a different level of efficiency that we're going to be have to begin to strive for um, in terms of our thinking. You know, there's a different level of of um, of maximizing that efficiency and maximizing those functions as it you know pertains to our memory and everything because you know. A lot of us, we use, I mean, even phone numbers. Who remembers phone numbers anymore, right? You know, it could be your, your lover's phone number. You don't know that number. Your children, you don't know their phone number. <laughs> you lose that phone, man. Every All communication stops. You don't have a psychic connection with them like that anymore. All that's been taken, you know, Google and Wikipedia and texting and different apps, communication apps has taken place of your 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 primitive and your real simplistic way of staying in touch and staying in contact. You know, again, that's what I'm speaking about, the atrophy, the things that we are now becoming reliant upon that are being handed to us that um, are not even longstanding, for one. You know, like you got this situation in Cleveland with the dude driving around, right? Cleveland has a lot of, lot of, um, lot of guns. <laughs> you know, a lot of, lot of young brothers and sisters who have organized themselves into teams and crews, you know, who could actually do something about that. But is the thinking that way? Perhaps not. You know, perhaps not yet. But there'll come a time for, for roving bands of marauders. That time will come. You know. And and I'm not I'm not trying to talk about doomsday stuff because honestly I think doomsday has already hit. Doomsday is already hit. I mean, you could look, you could look at the president, kind of see that this is like the movie Idiocracy, you know, or like I said before, this is Caddyshack. Rodney Dangerfield is in the White House, basically. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, know, just something to give some 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 thought about, you know, in terms of um, the things that may be a detriment to our development that are causing mutations, like. You know, our brains will probably be wired differently in our next phase of human evolution because we're not storing in the same way. A simple thing like that. Just think about it. You know, think about the neuroscience of it all. We use the Internet. We use Wikipedia. Like I said, we use Google. You know, before that, it was Ask Jeeves. I don't know if you remember Ask Jeeves. You had even other search engines like Yahoo and Juno. And stuff like that. But you have all these different ways where um, the thinking is done for you. And even the organizing of what is to be remembered is done for you. So the more the technology advances, the more your brains will adapt to to, to maximize your own personal efficiency. And honestly, as it as it grows to maximize your own personal efficiency, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen it's going to be a detriment to your actual memory. You're going to lose your memory in the coming time. Again, look at the movie Idiocracy. You know, you're going to have 15, 16 people, 16-year-old people with the memories of, of 110-year-old people. They're going to be able to remember nothing because the brain is going to make sure it can still function at its greatest efficiency. You see, I'm telling you. And it goes right across the board, not just the brain, the spirit as well. You're not using it so much. Okay, so it's going to function at max efficiency. It's going to power down. Just like your computer goes into sleep mode, your whole system is going to go into sleep mode. How do we know? 
Well, we see foreshadowings of it already. You know, those of us who are striving towards a, a deeper connection and a deeper sense of wellness and, and knowingness and, you know, spend time connecting to natural elements and stuff like that are kind of like the vanguard, still trying to keep things up in a certain way. But you can look at the, the larger masses around you and see what they're doing and see where things are going. You see, so you kind of see what you're pulling against. You know, remember this this whole experience of consciousness is the experience of us all riding a, a serpent, you know, and some are at the head of the serpent, some are at the tail of the serpent, but the tail of the serpent always makes up the greater mass of the entire snake. The head is the smallest part, you see, and the head has to motivate the largest part, the tail. You see, so you can kind of see where things are at just by looking at, looking behind and looking at the tail. You know, and the, and the head is just pulling and pulling and pulling. But what's happened now is the body or the tail has atrophied. So it ain't moving. And you're struggling and struggling and struggling. And you know what's going to happen at some point? The head is going to struggle so hard that it's going to rip off from the tail. Gonna rip off from the tail. And it's going to have to grow a new tail. Because you know they do that. So, you know, these are some of the signs of the times to look at, man. I mean, it's, just, it's a real simple thing. You know, I don't even need to go too deep on this, you know, with, with this segment. It's just like I was speaking about Sunday. Sometimes it's, it's very hard to teach through historical patterns. That's a very difficult thing to teach through people's historical patterns, to teach through what people think they already know. You know, they're just not really trying to hear it, you know, um, People are trying to be, people want to be comforted, comforted and encouraged by whatever information comes in front of them. I've had people say that to me before. I had someone say that to me on a reading before and I, I darn it hung up on them. I was like, no, nah, that's not what I do. They said, yeah, I just call them so you could tell me something encouraging. What? What if I look like Boudini? Dance, champ, dance. Come on, I'm not, nah. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, but it may encourage you. It may not encourage you. You know, that's that's on you, however you choose to take it. But, you know, I ain't the great Boudin, you know. So that's what happens a lot of times, man. You know, um, we put our heads in the sand, man. You know, and not like the ostrich, because the ostrich is out of fear. The ostrich puts their head in the sand as a, as a, a, a fence. You know, that's an aggressive attack. Ostrich is not a weak animal, as many people think. That's why that was used for my aunt. You know, but um, the improvement that's being called for, you know, where we can reach a point of actual evolution, man, on some levels, we're going to have to force that level of evolution upon ourselves. Because right now, in many senses, in a subversive way, the mutations are being forced upon you. You Don't even realize it. And some of it is through the cybernetics. I think Sister Michelle spoke about that recently. The cybernet is going into that realm of cybernetics. Well, you know, who holds the majority of your memory for you now? Do you already have something that's that's changing your brain function or, quote unquote, you think enhancing your brain function? So I don't have to focus on that. I can just focus on this. Well, you're, you're essentially powering down your brain. You have things that are already doing that for you? Well, it's a form of cybernetics. You know? So I'm just saying this. I guess this is a this is a I don't I don't do those alarm clock shows too much because 
I guess sometimes when I see them on on YouTube or whatever, they kind of annoy me a little bit because <laughs> I know people use them as clickbait, you know, um, when they do those big, you know, urgent message, you know, just like when you get junk mail like that in the mail. I just throw that out immediately. Urgent message. Do not throw away. That's going in the garbage play, you know, because when they send you checks, it never says that. It doesn't say anything. I know what a check feels like. Check is plain. <laughs> you know, because they're hoping you're going to throw it out. But them urgent messages being pink, a pink envelope or a yellow envelope, you know. But um, so sometimes I don't like to do segments like that because um, I try to, um, I just try not to do things that other people are doing that I may not completely respect, you know. Um, but sometimes it is necessary to to jump into that pool for a minute and. Like I said, I've I've looked at some things as of late, and um, it's really got me to, to 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 thinking in that way. Sometimes I look at even some of you, and I see how much you drag your heels because you assume certain things will always be there. I'll give you a, a little small example. When I got sick last Friday, or I wasn't sick actually, I got strengthened last Friday, and I'm still being strengthened. You know. Um, somebody had wrote me complaining that the show was too short. The show was too short. The show was 24 minutes. I said the show was too short. And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't, you know, I couldn't respond because I'm like, I mean, I can't even see this dog on phone. My, I guess such a headache. I can't, you know, everything's blurry. But I wouldn't have responded to that anyway. It was, so, it was such a stupid comment. Um, so I'm saying that to you. So this is your, your official response. That was dumb. Um, but it just reminded me of how spoiled people get. And how really this just becomes entertainment for them. You know, yeah, you should make the show longer, man, because my drive to work is an hour. So at least if you speak an hour or two, you know, that hooks me up for when I'm getting ready, eat my breakfast. And then by the time I get to, by the time the show is done, I'm at work. So it makes my commute feel a lot shorter. You see, it's just entertainment for a lot of people. Like I said before, I could say everything I need to say in, in 15 minutes or less. <laughs> you know, so I kind of was like a, not a wake up, but it just kind of was a reminder to me, for me in that moment. You know, as I'm sitting there and going through what I'm going through and I read that, I was like, oh, wow, look at this. Never fails. There's always, always one. <laughs> There's always at least one. You know, but you start to realize, yeah, you know, of course you may have an addiction to hearing something uh, to that degree on a daily basis because you use it as an excuse not to do. You know, I'm still taking notes from your show. There's so much information. I don't know where to start. Okay, so how about I start doing five-minute shows, make it easier for you. If you remember a while ago, I started doing that with Chief Speaks. Started making them 30 minutes. And that was the reason. Everyone's complaining that they're not complaining, but commenting that they're inundated with information. And chief, you give so much information. Oh, my God. I'll give less information. Let me make it easy for me. Hook you up. I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to say less. Let me give you less stuff to work with. You know, and then what? I get a complaint. (laughs) So, um, 
Sister Michelle asked, Chief, what's the best way to reverse this condition of the mind? I've been teaching you the best way. I've been teaching you, you know, you don't need anything new. Everything I've been teaching you should be reversing that condition. You know, from our new spiritual training to these shows to, you know, it should it should be doing that. If it's not doing that, you're making the conscious decision to to stay asleep <laughs> or to stay, as they say now, in that sunken place, which is so much better than stay woke. I don't give a damn where it came. It's just retarded. Stay woke. Fuck. Excuse me. I almost said something. Get the heck out of here. <laughs> you know. Rise up from the sunken place. I'll take that. That's that's you know. Let's evolve some of these things. Man, we got to keep talking like buckwheat. Let's evolve some of this. You know, it's okay to sound intelligent, man. It's okay to be intelligent. I'll tell you what, man. You can be conscious and be a nerd. I I used to I used to rock with this sister some years back. You know, I did a dirty though. But uh, luckily she's married now. She was in Essence magazine a couple months ago, actually. Her and her, her husband, I guess they was doing some uh, power couples or beautiful couples. Some I don't know, something like that. I don't know, but I saw it. And I was happy for her because she, you know, she deserved someone who actually um, valued her. I didn't have the same kind of value for her like that. But um, you know, so where was I going with this? Well, I started thinking about her and some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is what it was. Yeah. So years ago, we were we were doing. I had this this um this work this this community initiative in Philadelphia that I was working on, and she I got in on it with me, and she was having so much trouble with the people there, and and she said it. You know, she knew what it was. You know, and she was completely down for the cause. You know, um. She was down, you know, she was, she was doing the work and doing good work at that. She was doing good work, you know, and, um, she said, you know, they're not really feeling me because I talk like a white girl and, you know, this sister, big old hips, you know, um, she was like cocoa, cocoa complexion, but like real dark lips, you know, real dark and big lips, beautiful lips. I mean, that was that was a highlight, you know, wore her hair natural, clearly a black woman, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, she, she she went to prep school and, you know, but she grew up in the hood. You never would have known. I mean, she grew up in the hood, hood you know, um, but her family sacrificed and struggled to, you know, do something a little bit more for her. And she was a nerd and she loved to read you know, all different genres and things like that. But she also had a love for her community and for her, her for her group that she sprang from. But people couldn't get past. She sounded like a white girl when she talked, you know. Um, and that was that was real sad. That was real sickening. Now, the only difference with me is that I just know how to flip it, you know. So she didn't know how to flip it. When she would try to flip it, it would just come out wrong. I would just, just stop. I would just tell her, you just... You know, you never got that. So just, just stay on it. You know, stay with your natural self. But, you know, and I'm not necessarily saying she spoke like a white girl. She spoke proper, you know, proper Eng- the king's English. Let me say that because I don't want to call that proper. She spoke the king's English um, in a way that it was probably meant to, 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 
to be to be spoken. And some of the things that she would get excited about, I guess, turned people off. You know, like she would get excited about a book, going to the bookstore and things like that, you know. And um, that was just a sad sign to me, you know, um, of where we where we were at that time, you know, as a community. One one of the, the values that I see nowadays, even in terms of the music, is that the to to some level, the glorification of the intellectual, the nerd, has come back again. You know, you can have a person like Kendrick Lamar, who everyone hails as second coming. I think he's he's highly overrated, but that's neither here nor there. But he's clearly not, you know, he's clearly not a gangster. He's clearly not a thug, but everyone loves him. You know, so we're back in that era now where, you know, you don't necessarily have to have this just real rough and, and, and thuggish and and um brawny presentation in order for people to accept you. You know, you don't have to seem excessively ignorant. Now you still do have that. Don't get me wrong. It's still present. You know, but in my opinion, I think it's kind of being phased out. And that's a part of the cybernetic as well. You know, because if you know that's just kind of just kind of a dinosaur <laughs> at this point. You know, if if you're not able to represent this new era of um, monoethnicity, monosexuality, you know, uh, and this blending between technology and humanism, you know, and I don't agree with all of that, but I just see with with things going. I said so again, like I said, you could have a rapper like Kendrick Lamar, or even a, a, a rapper like Young Ma, and people not see anything off there or whatever, you know. Um, and and I love his music. You know, but to me, it doesn't sound like a man when he rhymes. I, I like to listen to men. If, if, you, if you're a man, I want to hear a man. You know, so I feel a little bit different, but I'm also a dinosaur. So my opinion doesn't really count for that much anymore. <laughs> you know, so I'm just saying and, and, and looking at that, like I said, what the sister was going through, it was just it was just a bad thing, man. You know, and, and, and that kind of really uh, sour taste in my mouth you know, in terms of working. And I realized that we had to, we had to dig under what we were doing, you know, and get down to some basics again, you know, forget, forget all the pyramid talk and the rites of passage. And let's, let's back up for a second and let's get down to some real basics on, on, uh, here we go. Yeah. It's quarter to eight. So it's starting. It's starting. Let me take this off. They coming for me. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so let's get down to some real basics of our interpersonal skills and and how we're interacting with each other and learning about one another's stories. That's an important thing too. You know where are we all coming from because, um. You know you, you don't have to be from the hood to be down for your folk. Muhammad Ali wasn't from the hood. Um, there's a lot of people who didn't come out of the hood who did some really great things. Sometimes it, it, it enables you to do even greater things because your focus is, is a little bit different. You know, you, you're not struggling, I mean, from the bottom. So, yeah, it's just a small thing. But um, like I said, I, I always recall that, man, you know, what that sister went through. And, and it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking for me. It was heartbreaking for her, of course. You know, and and I was just I commended her for her strength and honesty about it, how she was able just to say, yeah, it's because I talk like a white girl, you know, and yeah, my my sneakers are not, you know, like 
they're kind of, they're not fitting <laughs> a certain way. And she was very much into um, like bargain shopping. So she never really wore anything <laughs> fly per se. You know, she'd wear like old mom jeans and stuff like that. But I mean, she's very attractive woman, you know, but she just, she was focused on some other stuff, man. You know, um, and she was holding her situation down, you know, had her own place and, you know, was paying off her own student loans and things like that and was very ambitious in terms of what she was doing at that time in terms of her career. Um, and it paid off for her. You know, she was willing to make those sacrifice sacrifices and, and not have the best handbag or the best sneakers or the best jeans or whatever or the best car. She drove a little bucket, you know, um, and I love that stuff. You know what I mean? I, I love that. I, you know, she was a, she was willing to, to to do put the work in and sacrifice in order to get something. So it was all good, man. I, I really appreciated it. You know, like I said, I just didn't really appreciate her. She she was uh, she kept trying to she kept trying to put hexes on me, and that that got kind of old. <laughs> you know, I get in the bed. The first time she did that crap, I got in the bed and it was salt all in the bed leading to a, a salt trail, leading to an altar on the side of the bed. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, you can't hex me. <laughs> you know who I am? It's going, it's, it ain't going to work out for you. And she's like, oh, I just, I, I didn't realize. I'm like, stop lying. <laughs> you know, it's going to be sneaky. You know, I didn't do another little stuff. I caught her putting a little vial once. You know, it's it's something that she had made some French fries and had some powder. And I said, I'm like, come on, man. Would you stop? And after a while, I was like, all right, just, you know, I'm out of here, man. <laughs> My ancestors going to F you up if you keep doing this. And she admitted it later. She was like, yeah, I just, you're just such a great guy. And, 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 and I just, you know, you didn't seem like the type that was just going to stick around. And, and, and. All right, well, you see what happened? When you chase something, it runs away from you. You should just play the cool. So, yeah, um, Thank you, Sequoia, for the advice on the herbs. I see it. <laughs> thank you for the remedies. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I I do use actually I have been using uh, licorice root. Yeah, so yeah, I do know about that slippery elm. Yeah, I work with sometimes. I haven't taken any of it, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll put that on my 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 list. And red apples. Yeah, I don't know if I could deal with all that sugar right now, but I probably could do some green apples. Something a little bit more biting, you know. But to me, the whole the whole thing about an apple is the seeds and the stem. When I eat an apple, that's all I'm really eating it for. <laughs> the seeds and the stem, you know, everything around it is just pretty much just, just junk, <laughs> you know. But um, so yeah, man, like you know, I'm just talking about where we're going in terms of um, our next phases and. And where our brain needs to start ticking to and some of the, the crutches that we're currently utilizing um, that are keeping us held back because we're not seeing what's really going on around us. And, and I know there's so many different modalities of convenience that are being put in front of us in terms of uh, what we can utilize for development or what we can utilize to learn. Even even sometimes some of this um, online learning. You know, sometimes I sit back, I even question myself. And, you know, sometimes I think about just, just killing all these shows. You know, I, and I, I try to present in a way where I'm not becoming a part of that crutch of atrophy. That's why I'm always, you know, with the shows, I'm always pushing and challenging. 
you know, so it, it so the, at least it's a little bit more interactive, you know, um, so it's like trying to find that healthy balance in between, which I think I found, but, you know, um, I'm sensitive to the fact that it's very easy to sit here, like, especially when I get people who, who call in or who write me and say, oh, you know, chief, your voice is so smooth, so soothing. I just like to listen to it when I'm stressed out. What? I'm not, I'm not here for that. I'm not here to soothe you, put your, put you to sleep. No, you're supposed to be learning, you know? So <laughs> sometimes, sometimes when I, that, I'll break it up. That's why the calling, you know, like when I do the, the calling, sometimes they're good because then you hear, you hear the other part. Then you know, be calling me. Some people calling trying to be smooth. Hey, chief, f that. What you calling for? You know, you, you cut it up. You break up the energy a little bit. Sometimes you need that because it becomes hypnotic. You know, and I and I know that, man. You know, I, I, I know sometimes people have a certain tone. Maybe there's a monotony in their tone, or there's there's an evenness that kind of will put you to sleep a little bit, you know, but um, that's not really what this is about, man. Believe it or not. Uh, this is actually my voice. I'm not trying to make it. In fact, I'm making it higher right now. I tend to make it higher when I talk, <laughs> you know, but um, it's about you learning, man, you know, and recognizing, like I said, that we are now living under some really serious lethal conditions, you know, you got to pay attention to that, man. We are living under some some serious lethal conditions, and and I know that the idea of the survival of the fittest um, has always been one that's kind of been a precursor to any conversations that we've had about evolution in the past, man. But you know, there's now um, some social components that now beginning to um, I would say interfere, you know, or intermingle with the idea of survival, you know, so um, there's different factors now to take into mind, you know, there's different things that, like, like I said, sometimes we have, we have mutations that are happening now. And because of our lack of understanding, we're unable to see if if it's a mutation or an evolution, you know, it's it's very difficult to, to, to kind of see the, see between the two, you know, like, like sickle cell anemia is a mutation. You know, um, different diseases that we may have and things like that, you know, those would be considered mutations. But, you know, um, if we really focus on what evolution is, you'll find that in many senses you can begin to intellectually and with authority begin, begin to design what the next era of humanity is going to look like and what it's going to be like. So many, so many of us have given up that that power. We've given up that authority of of authoring what um, our genetic modifications can look like going forward, based on the things that are that we need. And I know it, when you start talking about genetics and DNA and um, <laughs> and and gene therapy, I know it sounds like mad scientist area, you know, but it's not. It's not. I mean, it's just as simple as, is, you know, I think, I think a lot of times females are a little, bit, a little bit more sensitive to it. You got some females who won't date certain type of men. And, they, and they've been like that from young to older. And a lot of times it's something physical. I know a female who won't date a man with light eyes. She doesn't like it. She gives her own reasons. I don't want to offend anybody. But, you know, no light-eyed men. You know, um, another one is, is very sensitive to height. 
you know, always been sensitive to height. You know, I know another sister who's very sensitive to, to bone structure and muscularity, you know, um, so that's a level of that, you know, that there's, there's a primal instinct there that says, you know, I want, I want my offspring to be a certain way, you know, and I want them maybe to have the greatest chance of survival. So I, I kind of know my own personal chemistry blend and what works best for, for where I'm at, you know, what I'm going to gestate those children in and perhaps where the ground is telling me that we're going to go right now, you know, so as a result, this is who I want to mate with, you see. So it it's, goes back to the conversations that we've had so many times about that alpha component and understanding that, you know, the alpha is going to have the most access to mating, you know, with, with the most amount of females. And again, I know people don't like to hear that. They say, so you going to have more than one woman? Get over it. <laughs> just, just get over it. It's time. Let's let's achieve beyond a different. Let's just let's achieve a larger conversation at this point. You know, still fighting against things, and that's why I said we're so African until our Africanity disrupts our Western comfort. Then now it's a problem. Now we start with that. Well, I think in this day and time we got it. You know, I've had some people say that to me before. You know, especially conversations around plurality and relationships. Well, in this day and time, brother, you got to realize we're not back in ancient Africa. So then what am I doing any of this stuff for? If if I wasn't able, wasn't strong enough to stand up and, and say, you know what, I'm going to live as an African man, you know, whether that be through name change, whether that be through diet, whether that be through career change, because everything changed. What I wore, you know, how I spoke, who I made it with, how I made it, <laughs> you know, um, how I, I gained resources how I perceived and looked at money, my whole worldview had to change. But that one thing I can do. No, you sound stupid. That's what that is. You sound stupid. You're scared. You're scared Negro. You know, that's all. It's, it's real simple. Like I said, we got to simplify some of the stuff. It's not that deep. You know, when I hear people say things like, that, well, in this day and time, brother, so we picking and choosing what's most simplest or what really honestly doesn't doesn't raise a flag for the dominant society. That's really what it is, you know, because certain things are going to be disruptive and certain things aren't. And you can always tell the agents by based on who, who comes immediately when you start talking, you know, who comes to shut you down and disrupt your money flow as soon as you start talking. <laughs> so, yeah, man, like, like I said, there's, there's certain, um, there's certain capabilities that, we're beginning to lose at a vital to human existence. And there's like a level of biohacking that's happening right now. You know, like I said, with the the phones and with the, the way we use the internet and, you know, the way we use our computers and our laptops and, you know, or our laptops and our, and our different, our, our, our technological advices, we don't realize sometimes we're limiting our ability to transmit and receive natural data you know, by replacing it with the ability to transmit and receive digital data. You know, we, we're learning now to even talk directly to to the machines and their language. We don't even speak in natural language anymore, if you look at it. <clears throat> because there's certain ways that you can express things digitally that people will get. Right? There's, there's a whole other language, if you think about it, that we utilize through texting. Forget email. Email is like faxing now. You know, pretty soon email will be done. 
completely, you know, which I will have no issue with <laughs> at all because I get enough emails. Um, but email is on its way out, of course, you know. Um, but there's a whole different language that we utilize when we're speaking digitally. And it's the language of the machines because we've become machines talking to machines. The way I'm speaking right now is not the way I would craft an email or craft a text or craft, craft an IM or even a um, social media post. You know, it's completely different. You know, when you're dealing with social media or, or digital transmission, there's a lot of assumption. There's, there's, there's assumptive language that says that we're already within the same matrix. So I don't have to lead with, hey, how you doing? How's everything? And really listen. We don't do any of that. We put a meme up. We just say something, you know, or I see sometimes people on Twitter. They'll just be kind of throwing out little random ideas and, you know, people will run at them like they'll type something like I'm not having it today. And they'll get a bunch of likes and retreats. Kind of kind of weird if you think about it. That's machine language. That's not human language. That's not natural language. You see, but that's what we're becoming uh, used to. So, um, and the next era, man, you got to pay attention to some of the upgrades. And like I said, the humans coming like becoming like bionic people, you know, and the bionic development um, is a serious thing. I mean, you have bionics that are being done at, at a lot of different firms across the U.S. and and overseas as well right now, and you know, people are being given the opportunity to upgrade themselves. And like I said, to biohack themselves. But look at the small ways that you may introduce that culture of biohacking into your life today. You know, the small things you may do now, the small compromises that you may make, you know, where you start to lose even some of the most trivial capabilities, like being able to speak to one another. You notice that 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 seems to be a huge issue nowadays with people. People lack social skills, social awareness. They no longer know how to talk to one another. But if you look at them on social media, they, they live these full and amazing lives. They're so funny and they're so vibrant and every day is so colorful and they live inside of Instagram filters. It's just so beautiful every single day. You know, and then you meet them in person and it's, there's nothing. I, I had an incident like that. I'm going to get off after I share this. I think it's, you know, it's interesting. I, I met this Cuban sister. Uh, this is some years back. This is a good years back, actually. And she was trying to explain. I had met her. What was that? Bookstore or something? I don't remember. But I think it was a bookstore. And she asked if I could use my phone. And at the time, I didn't have a cell phone. I just started carrying a cell phone in 2000 and, what were we, in 17? 2014. I had one before that, you know, I had when I mean, I had a StarTac, so I had a phone, you know, I had a phone way back in the days, but um, I don't know what year it was, maybe 2009, yeah, 2009, 2010, I got rid of my cell phone, I didn't want to carry one anymore, so I went from then until about 2014 with no cell phone, right, so I was like, no, I actually, I was somewhere, she's like, you're going to borrow your phone, I was like, no, I actually don't, I don't have a phone. And um, I was like, well, why don't you just use Wi-Fi phone or Skype? You know, I think I was using Skype here and there. But um, she was like, oh, I didn't know how to use So I set it up for a long story short. Right. So she was like, thank you so much. And she somehow we got into a conversation about Twitter. And she was like, yeah, I use Twitter. At the time, I knew nothing about Twitter. 
I was like, yeah, I have an account, but I don't really, I don't get it. You know, so she's like, oh, I love it. I stay on it all day. And then that. And um, I was like, oh, wow. I was like, well, you know, you could actually make money tweeting. You know, you you can, there's, there's, a, there's a way to produce revenue. When I said that, like her whole energy drops. I said, okay, it's a lazy broad. But anyway, so um, I said, uh, so she was like, oh, I'll show you how to use it. She was like, I'm going to put you in a tweet circle or something. I don't know. It was some kind of weird thing. I don't know. But anyway, so she mentions me in a tweet, and then, like, it was like a swarm of freaking killer bees. It was like 30 people zoomed in, and they just had this long conversation about me and her, and I'm so happy for you guys. And I'm like, what? What are you? And I'm just sitting here standing next to this woman, and she's like, you know, um, his name is Haru, and he's he's super sexy, and da-da-da-da-da, and we're going to do it. And I'm like, we wouldn't have any of that type of conversation. You see, and then people all are like now messaging me and I'm so happy for you guys. She's a great, she's a great person. Treat her right. And I met this, this woman like maybe 15 minutes prior. And I'm just standing here and I, I kind of, I got a little freaked out. <laughs> I will admit it. I got a little freaked out. So afterwards I was like, yeah, all right, all right. Well, thanks. I still didn't know how to use Twitter. I'm like, I'm even more confused now. You know, and, and everyone was messaging me so fast. I'm like, how do you respond so quickly? You know, so I'm like overwhelmed with all these tweets. And um, <laughs> so uh, what happened after that, I think we were supposed to hook up or something. And she she kept kind of stalling a little bit. And I'm like, man, I had time for this. this. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. You know, um, I don't chase them. <laughs> you know, so... But she's still, like, hitting me up. Like, one day I walked by. I saw her again after that. And she got on Twitter again. Um, yeah, I'm here at such and such with, with Haru. Um, he's so cool. He's got this super sexy voice. You guys should hear him. da 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 and, and I'm like, you back on that again? What is this? Like, this is, and this, this is in your fantasy world. This is what you do over here. You know, but over here, you could barely look at me in the eye. You know, so, and to this day, I saw her after that, actually, and I pretended like I didn't see her. I was like, I'm, that's, this is weird, man. I, I'm not, I'm staying away from this, man. It's just, it's just psychotic, you know. Um, but that's, you know, you find, again, that level of biohacking. So people's abilities, you know, to socialize and even interact on a human level have been replaced with the digital interacting, you know. And then when you shut that down, there's nothing left. There's nothing present, you know. So, and like she said, I stay on this all day. I'm on Twitter. All, I'm sure she's on Twitter right now. <laughs> like, I stay on Twitter all day. This is what I do all day. You can't interact with someone standing right in front of you, you know. So, uh, yeah, I sidestepped that, man. It spooked me out. Literally, it literally spooked me out. It had me a little shook. You know, I guess I look, I look into things a little deeper sometimes and, I looked into that very deeply. I said, that's crazy. I don't want any parts of that, that level of crazy in my life, you know? Um, so yeah, man, <laughs> quick little, little, you know, I always hit you with some little stories to kind of visualize the things that I'm, that I'm speaking of, man. But like I said, when you're dealing with the time when you're living under lethal condition, you're living in those last times. Um, it's a, it's a good moment to take some time to look at, you know, um, what skills you may be acquiring, 
that um, will really serve you and really be able to preserve your life through your evolutionary errors and which ones are um, intelligent design flaws of, of your human social sphere. You know, and when I say intelligent design flaws, what I'm saying that some of the things that we may do out of great intelligence um, may actually be flawed. They, they may be actually damaging us. You know, they may be ruining, ruining us on a certain level. You see? Just consider that for a moment. I know, I know it's a rough one to kind of think about. Um, and at some point, maybe I even, <laughs> as I'm talking, I'm thinking about some of you who I talk to, some of you dis- display some of those same characteristics. I don't want anybody to feel too bad too, this early in the dawning. But maybe you can think about it throughout the day and you can make yourself feel bad. <laughs> nah, play. But uh, yeah, man, you know, it's it's a serious thing, man. You know, it's a serious thing, that inability. That's why I appreciate um, individuals who can crack through that. You know, you got some people who still have the warmth regardless, you know, and it, and it comes through regardless of the medium, you know, their realness, their authenticity, their warmth. But you see in a digital era, era excuse me, those people get stomped out. They get hurt, really. You know, like people always say, well, what would, if Tupac and Biggie was alive today, what would they be like? They probably wouldn't be alive. Something else would have took them out. You know, they just, they were too organic. They were too soulful. You know, the only reason we can have someone like a Kendrick Lamar is because he's he's not the most manliest representation. So he's able to still be soulful. You know, but he's a little guy, little munchkin voice. You know, so it's more acceptable. You know, he was big giant dude like Biggie. People would, would receive it a little bit differently. I'm telling you. I know it sounds like I'm hating. I'm not hating on him. I know anytime you present any any, any level of critique or social commentary, why are you hating on a little homie? You know, people get stupid. But <laughs> it's not that. It's just things to think about when you look at social engineering. Understand that people are put in front of you for a reason. People are put in front of you as messianic re- figures for a reason. You know, I said that with the coming of Alicia Keys and Lenny, Ka- Lenny Kravitz, you know, and later on, J. Cole. Before that, it was Shamar Moore. Now, you try to figure out the commonality there and why those type of individuals are always heralded as a second coming, regardless of the level of mediocre talent or not. Sister Michelle says, those interactions hurt my heart. When you ask people in person about a picture posted on their Facebook or some things, they act like you are a monster from tearing the veil, for tearing the veil between the worlds. They absolutely do. Yeah. So then you learn after a while, don't tear the veil, sister. Leave it alone. <laughs> Leave the curtain where it's at. You just, you know, walk away, back away slowly. Or like I did with this sister, just. Pretend like I didn't even. If I see you tomorrow, I'm pretend like I, I don't even remember. You know, I'm I'm a real funny dude like that. I'm funny style. I might do that to one of y'all one day. I'll pretend like I don't know you in a heartbeat. You know, I know it's I know it's shysty, but I, I do that all the time. You know, oh hey, so, mm, I don't remember you. Mm, yeah. All right, take care. <laughs> I know how to sidestep situations real quick. You know, I walk by like I don't remember you. You know, I, I do that stuff. So she's someone, like I said, I saw again after that, but I'm like I ain't even, 
Like, we didn't even have that conversation. Like, I don't even recognize him. You know, keep it moving. I'm not getting swept back into that nonsense. I'm good. You over there acting like we dating or something, you know? <laughs> and it was so quick. That's the thing that really spooked me. It, it was so fast. Like, all these different tweets and down there, like, people was throwing rice. You know, like it was a wedding or something. I'm like, I just met, just met this chick. I don't even know her last name. <laughs> you know? And I was just helping her out. And that's what that's why she did it. She was like, oh, I'm a, because you helped me out with the phone thing, I showed her how to hook up, you know, some of the online free services, you know, um, and how she can loop them into her phone, which had, you know, so if your phone has Wi-Fi, you can use it just like it. You just want to get the cell signal. You know, because at that time, I was really on my, like, like I said, from like 2009, 2014, I was really on some like under the radar, you know, um, don't, you know, just on, on some under the radar stuff, you know, didn't want to be tracked or the ability to be tracked in any, any way, shape, form or fashion. Um, messing around, I might go back to that because <laughs> that was a very peaceful time. I got a lot of things done around that time in my life. It was a very peaceful time in my life. Um, well, Somewhat peaceful. I actually come to think of it. Yeah, and actually, no, that was a very unpeaceful time in my life. Now that I just remember it, <laughs> which is one of the reasons why I had been simplifying things like that. But anyway, yeah, man. So, you know, we've covered it. We've covered it. All right. So I'm going to head out and we'll be back tomorrow at one. Like I said, I want to just hit you with a light subject this dawning. I know we didn't we didn't throw down Thor's hammer. <laughs> You know, of the instruction and everything like that. And of course, those of you who are in the Cleveland, Ohio area, man, just move, move with some intelligence, man. Because, you know, you don't know what the heck this is really about. This dude killing people on um, on Facebook Live and stuff. But everything ain't what it seems, man. They never tell us the truth. Just just remember that. You, they never tell you the truth. You know, so... um. You know, just just move with caution and, you know, and just really think those of you who are preparing to move to major cities, you know, just really think about the intelligence in that, man. It's nothing to move 20 minutes outside or 30 minutes outside of a major city. You can still enjoy all the all the amenities of the major city without having the same threat of attack that you have living within the different wound points of the beast. You know, you live inside of the chakras of the beast, you know. V. Joe says virtual BF and those people were probably virtual friends, probably barely met. Yeah, too. You're absolutely right. I'm sure they never met her. You're right. Yeah, it's just a whole nother fast paced world of, of digital sterility. You know, and it's just, you know, again, maybe I'm a dinosaur, maybe I'm a little too old school, whatever, but that's just not a language that I'm very interested in learning. <laughs> it's just not a world that I'm 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 that interested in learning and I'm and I'm not saying that someone shouldn't learn it but someone's got to hold down something else too you know um and I hold down it I hold down the, you know I, I I tinker with it because you know I am I am a tech head I love technology and that's technology excites excites me I love technology you know but um like I said I'm also I'm also akin to the flaws in technology, you know, in the, in my previous career, previous, previous, previous career, you know, I got to do a lot of beta testing. 
So I, I understand, you know, things that are created are not always created perfectly, you know. In fact, what's so funny, I didn't actually show myself on YouTube until like 2010, 2011, something like that. Which I know sounds, for you younger people, sounds like a long time ago, but considering I've been doing this work since 1990, you know, um, what I, what was interesting about that, I remember laughing to myself, is that I was one of the beta testers for YouTube. So technically, I have one of the first YouTube accounts ever created, you know, when when it was a brand new company, before Google even bought it. I got one of the very first YouTube accounts, you know, um, and I thought it was a, it was a great technology, you know. And there were some other services around that time and prior to YouTube. It's just they they perfected their technology in a, in a better way and their algorithms for you know their video compression. But um, you know, so I'm not I'm not saying stay away from the technology. I don't think technology is inherently evil. But like I said, sometimes there's an intelligence. There's a flawed intelligence that goes into into creating certain things, just like there's a flawed intelligence sometimes that goes into food production that we miss. You know, you take Kellogg's cornflakes. That was a great cereal when it was first created. You know, go back to the history of that cereal. You know, um, they created a very nutritious and healthy cereal, but then over the years with GMO additives and lacing it with sugar. You know, it, it became frosted cornflakes or whatever and stuff like that. It becomes something different, you know. So sometimes there's, there's intelligent flaws where people, you have flaws that are well thought out. And those are the things we need to pay attention to. Just because someone can speak a certain way or present a certain way doesn't mean that what they're saying is actually righteous. You know, Ugly Rose says some people have gotten so used to being dirty, they don't want to get clean. They run from the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've always thought about that, you know, most honorable Elijah Muhammad gives that example. And if you take a clean glass of water, a dirty glass of water, people will clean it, pick the clean glass of water. I don't think so anymore. I think the elder would have, would have updated some of that information for now. Now, I think people will run to the dirty glass of water, you know, because the truth is, is so offensive to so many people, you know, um, clarity, exposure is so, so offensive, you know. Um, because we live in these little huddles now, we, we stay hidden away from the world, hidden away from society so much that um, being exposed and having things clarified, people hate it, man. You know how many isms people have, man, that they try to deflect off into other people? It's crazy, especially in the, you know in this conscious community. You get a lot of that because, like I said, a lot of times, sometimes the insanity of consciousness is deflection. Because now that you're enlightened, nothing could could possibly be your fault. I'm enlightened. Couldn't be me. It's got to be everybody else because I'm enlightened, you know. Um, so that's that's what I'm saying, that uh, a lot of times, uh, even through our, our conscious intelligence, you know, there's, there's inherent flaws because of the lack of development of our character. And because of that, we bring some of those intelligent flaws into our work. And they're, they're articulated flaws. I've seen that so often, man. People are running from their isms and... Um, Thinking that there's a place, you know, sometimes people feel like I've been outcasted from my family for a very young age, you know, because of this and because of that. And what they try to do is now they come into a conscious space and they want all of those flaws to be accepted. But then when you're highlighting, they say, oh, this feels like you just telling me what my mother told me. You telling me what my father told me. Tell me, well, maybe because there is actually something wrong with you. 
and you going and getting initiated or putting some alekes on or learning another language or learning some it doesn't it's not going to fix that there's some inherent base flaws that need to be dealt with and now all you've done through your conscious experiences is figured a way to articulate them on a deeper level so you go deeper into the dirty water proverbially as ugly rose has brought up and thank you sister allison yeah the pineapple juice coconut water is done its trick but you know what really honestly i mean I'm, I'm still a little messed up but just sitting still you know just sitting still I don't go crazy. You know, I, I do feel that food is isn't medicine. You know, don't get me wrong, but um, I don't do supplements and, and stuff like that. You know, maybe I will later as I get older. But um, nah, you know, a lot of times just not not eating. <laughs> you know, or not not eating so much. You know, sometimes could 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 do the trick. You know, so yeah, really, it was just kind of sitting still, getting out in the sun. Um, that did the most, most healing, the pineapple juice and stuff was, was good really just to keep down the, um, the imbalance feeling. I needed something sharp, you know, to keep down, to keep down, um, the feeling a little bit, but, um, yeah, rest did the trick <laughs> more than every, more than anything. Rest, a little bit of rest being curled up in fetal position to the point I couldn't move. All right, we'll sit your butt there. You're going, you're going rest. <laughs> Rachel Rodriguez says the technology has taken over a wide aspect of human existence. Going out, trying to date is very much the same. People are at the table on FB or on the club leaning on the wall. Yeah, I've seen that before in restaurants. Two people together and they're both on their phones, man. Um, so I guess dating will be will be gone soon, you know, based on based on on that you're right but i have seen that a lot as well you know um how the technology has taken over and again is it really technology or is it social mutations you know because the technology is cool <laughs> you know but i think it's, it's it's the the intellect behind the social mutations that are causing us to slip into some of those realms like that you know and sometimes we take certain liberties that that we shouldn't take you know, I remember, I, I'll give you a real basic example. Years, years ago, I went on a date and I don't even date. That's why I was like, why am I even doing this? This is the last time I'm doing this. And that was, this was probably like 15 years ago. But I went on, I don't remember how I met this sister. Might've been a hookup or something. I think I was just bored. And I was like, all right, you go ahead, I'll go out with her. It was one of them type of things. She, she was cool, linked up with her, decent looking, you know, um, but this is like when Bluetooths were out, like the little earpiece Bluetooths were big. And the whole time we're sitting there, she got this Bluetooth in the air. And I'm like, yo, you know, me, I'm, I don't care if it's first date or not. I'm going to talk to you like I've known you for 30 years. I was like, yo, what you got a thing in your ear for, man? I'm sitting here. What, what's, what's going on? What's popping? And she was like, oh, does that, what that, does that bother you? I was like, no, it's bothering me. It's just kind of weird that you got this blue light blinking, you know, and like you get ready to take a you ready to make a call or something? You waiting on the call? She was like, Oh no, no, I'm just used to having it in my air. Mm-hmm. Damn cyborg. So she takes it out and she starts fiddling. She's like feeling all kind of insecure. And I was like, You okay? And she was like, Yeah, I'm I'm all right. So I'm looking at her for a while. 
<laughs> and she was like, you know what? No, I got I to gotta put it back on my ear. She was like, I'm sorry. I'm just used to having it there. Now, you can imagine it's the last time I seen her. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. This, this is this is not what I'm accustomed to. <laughs> but, you, you know, um, it's just an example of that. Now, it's a smaller example, but, you know, sometimes there are things that are a precursor to where we are today, right? So, I mean, that was, I don't know what year that was. It, was. it was a good while ago when I linked up with that sister. But Facebook wasn't as big as it is today. It might have been out but it wasn't as big as it is today, you know? So, I mean, that's akin to the same thing, you know, constantly one foot in another world, leaning off into the other world, afraid of actual, actual human connection and interaction, because of course you have flaws inside of you and you don't want anyone to pick up on that, especially if you know, you're sitting across from someone who's got the eagle eye on you, you know, and they, they may pick up on certain things, you know? Um, So that was just a small example, but again, it, it, matures it, it it goes into a space later where that becomes like like you said sitting on facebook while we're sitting here having dinner or or twitter or snapchat or whatever while we because facebook is going the way of the of the email too facebook is old now too you know that's that's like for the, the 35 and up crowd <laughs> you know so i mean there's so many other things that but either way it's, it's the same thing and, and they're they're evolving you know at this point they're evolving into into sicker and sicker ways for us to, to to prevent from connecting each other, which is a form of population control. So um, we don't know how to interact. So what we do is we go online, we get all the porno that we want. And um, by the time we, we finish with all these fantasies from the pornos, we don't want to deal with any kind of human flaws. You know, so you got like you got a whole movement of guys who go out and get rubber rubber blow up dolls. You know, that's they spend a lot of money on those things, too. You know, and that's they marry those things. You got whole movements of women who who have exotic um, vibrator con- uh, collections from all around the world. You know, all of these different forms of population can control are that are right in your face. You see, and you're still looking for when someone's going to give you a shot. They don't need to. They've locked down your thinking. They've locked down your intelligence. They've placed some very complex and, and sophisticated flaws right in the center of the seeds of your own thinking. You know. Yeah. So that's that. I'll see you all um tomorrow, one o'clock. All right. And every single day we're getting better. Just think about what I said today, man, and, and you know, take some time to think about it for yourself. Because trust me, I am talking to some of you. <laughs> I really am. I am talking to some of you. I know you. Some of you have this issue. All right. Some of you have this issue. All right. So into such time, man. You guys travel safe today and, and um man, don't give your best time and hours to somebody else's dream. If you're sitting on somebody else's job, you work out that escape plan, your exodus plan. All right? That's where we're going now, man. We're gonna need mobility. And the new era coming up, man. We're going to need mobility. You don't know when you, you know, you're going to have to get up and go, man. Things are getting ridiculous, you know. So just, just, just give that some thought, man. Work on your exodus plan today. If, if you're giving your best hours and your best days and your best years to fuel someone else's dream that doesn't even support your community or the liberty or the, or the, the essential needs of what you and your family actually truly are.
You work out your exodus plan. All right, until such time.